For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Live from Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Orlando Magic HQ Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Orlando Magic HQ Podcast brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We're your hosts, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is February 9th, and we are recording this episode post-NBA trade deadline, post a big-time win against the Denver Nuggets in Orlando, and we have a lot to talk about in this episode. In this episode, a lot of speculations leading up to the NBA trade deadline, and there was a lot of waiting that we've done, and in prime Orlando Magic fashion, We waited right until the very end before we got any news about the Orlando Magic. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, We're going to also break down today's game. Um, Man, what a game, bro. You you were there live. You were there in person. Um, The one and only game that Aaron Gordon is going to see and play inside the Amway Center. This is going against the best team in the NBA, and the Orlando Magic were able to um, not just win, but win impressively. Like, yep, it was it was di- outside of like the first few minutes of of the first quarter where we were down. Um, what was it, 10, 12 to zero? Like, well, right nothing off the back. Yeah, outside of that, the Magic played really, really good basketball today. So we'll, we'll touch base on that. Um, and then kind of the the what happens after the NBA trade deadline. A lot of words about certain players that might get bought out. So we'll break that down um, later later down into the episode. But before we get into that, I want to do a quick little shout out to our guys that are really holding down the four on our Twitter spaces, Stanley Swanson and Bryce, who we just added. If you don't know, we added an additional member to our department of Twitter spaces um, to really support in that field. Um, we've been getting a lot of engagement, a lot of a lot of compliments. People are really enjoying um, the spaces that we have going on. And what we decided to do is that to give Stanley a little some additional support to be able to not only support in those 82 games, but to also bring more episodes and, and more spaces outside of just post games. So you're going to start to see um, breaking news spaces, um, open court spaces around the table, like a lot of different unique aspects. We've even talked about doing pregame. So that's something that's definitely in the works. Um, so if you haven't checked out, we did do a spaces today early on in the day at about 2.30, from 2.30 to 3.30 around that time frame that is recorded that you're able to check out where we get the chance to listen to reactions from other Magic fans in regards to the NBA trade deadline. So a lot of great stuff. Um, we had shot by Lou at the game today that that took a lot of great videos um, Markel Foles looked amazing today, man. I can't wait to talk about today's game. And then we got Karen also covering the game at today. So very, very busy day for the HQ. And it's about to be, what, 11 o'clock? And now we're recording our episode. Yep. 
Yep, yeah, that's man. what we do, what man. A, what a busy day. What a busy it's, day. It's so crazy. NBA, NBA trade deadline. You and I, we we normally consider it a holiday where we take off of work. Didn't really happen that way, but how much work were you able to get done today? Very little. I'm not going to lie. I think the morning was actually kind of productive. Knowing the magic, I, I wasn't expecting a move early in the day. So I, I, I did all my work before 11 a.m., majority of it. Um, but yeah, man, between 11 and 3 o'clock, it was not very productive at all. <laughs> That's that's a that's a tough part, bro. I had to take my phone and put it into another room because I didn't <laughs> want to get too distracted. You know, in my in my line of work, I, I have to try to be as focused as possible. And it, it was making it really, really hard. I even left my Apple Watch like away. Like I took it off just to make sure I didn't get too distracted. And I did the same thing around around the time frame where I knew things were about to go down. That's where that's where I checked it. Um, but out, outside, before we jump into the magic news, was there was there what what trade because a lot of things happened. It was, it was funny. I can't remember who was it that tweeted it out. It was a player in the NBA that said, "Man, y'all none of y'all really liked the team that you guys had because there was just so <laughs> many different moves coming from so many different directions." I think this has to have broken the record of how many second round picks were moved like in oh one trade. Everyone's throwing, throwing five, throwing five second round picks here, five second round round picks there. There's a lot of teams that ended up trading for you know old players back into their team. You got Gary yep. Payton in the second and went back to Golden State. Um, you got Jacob going back to Toronto. John Wall ended up getting traded back to to Houston. Um, obviously he's not going to play there. They're going to end up cutting him, but. Um, a lot that was kind of like a lot of the trend that we were seeing, and then Kevin Durant getting traded like at two o'clock, two three o'clock in the morning. What was that? That was wild. That was wild, man. And it's funny because I stood, I stood up late last night just waiting to see if anything major would happen. And legit, I think I don't know what I tweeted like at one o three a.m. I tweeted something, went to bed, literally put my phone away. Two minutes later, Katie got traded. I didn't see until the morning, so I kept waiting and trying to stay up just in case. Went to bed two minutes early, missed the KD news. Um, but waking up to that was kind of wild, man. I mean, you may not be a Nets fan, you may not be a Suns fan, but it is a, a, a NBA-changing move. Yeah, like That's you right. got to be like, whoa, like what did just happen? And not only that, but the Nets were not quite sure if they were going to trade KD or not. So to wake up to those news, the next thing became they're going to move Ben Simmons. That was like the logical thing. It didn't quite end up happening that way. Um, but really, really good trade for the Suns. Um, the Nets, I kind of low-key like what they're doing. And I know it's rebuilding. I know it's kind of starting over again. But they have some really solid pieces to kind of build around. And look, tonight they beat the Bulls. They did us a favor. Um, but it's a kind of – it reminds me a little bit of the team they had before they started trading for or acquiring the Stars. You know, when they had Dick Weedy the first time around, D'Lo – um, so low key kind of like what they're doing. Uh, I don't think they'll be good next season or the year after that, but they'll be fun to watch. Uh, what about you? What trade kind of woke you up this morning and you were kind of shocked by it? So, I mean, I was already up at three thirty, four o'clock changing a diaper. I take a look at my phone and my phone, literally 250 notifications. My heart dropped so hard. Um, because in order for me to get 250 notifications, like something has to happen. Like something desperately had to happen. And I'm thinking that it's magic related. So I'm going through through these notifications. Then all of a sudden I see sons, 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 Kevin Durant. And I'm like, no 
way this dude did not get moved to Phoenix just not even not even a day after the start of the new reign from the ownership group in Phoenix. This man on his first day at work hit a home run. Kudos to Phoenix. I don't know. Uh, truthfully, I don't know if it's going to work out just because Chris Paul is 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 on his last limb, old and dirty. You got uh, DeAndre Ayton that who knows if he's even happy being there. Uh, you got um, Devin Booker that, in my opinion, he's so cursed by the Kardashian curse. And then <laughs> now you're throwing Kevin Durant in there. They, you know, he's always struggled to be healthy as well. So I'm interested to see, man, because, you know, you're looking at the West Coast and all these teams that are are feeling pretty solid, man. They feel confident going into, you know, the Western Conference and, and battling out like teams like, you know, Memphis, John Moran talking all that smack in the beginning of the season. I'm fearing nobody. Now my man's got to wow. fear the Phoenix Suns. Now they got to fear the Dallas Mavericks. I really like what the Mavs are doing with Kyrie Irving and Luka. Um, a lot of people are harsh on Kyrie Irving, man, and I I get that people don't like the the off the court stuff. But dude, if you don't if you don't think that Kyrie Irving is still a baller on the court, you are insane. This dude is wild on the basketball court. Nah, he, he is for sure, man. I just, for me personally, is I don't know the locker room situation that he creates. Look at what happened with the Nets, what happened with the Celtics, what happened with the Cavs. There's a trend there. You know, if he does it once, whatever. But if he's done it three times in a row now, it never ends well. I hope it works out. He's in the West Coast. I could care less what happens to him in the maps. But Luca, which may work out for us, Luca may not take it too much. If he starts acting up in the locker room, he may say, get me out of here. And guess what, man? That other ma- the magic and magic fans are waiting for that day to cash in. Uh, we got mostly, we got money, we got picks. You never know what could happen. But yeah, man, the West is gonna be really, really fun. I will say too, the Clippers had a really, really good trade deadline. Um, really, they acquired what Eric Gordon, Bones from the Nuggets, uh, Plum Lee from the Hornets. Uh, really, a lot of depth to that team. And there's rumors that Westbrook may be going there too. So. That team, I don't really like him. I don't trust them in the playoffs, but they may be really, really um, deep now. They might be really 11 deep, and that comes out, you know, that's something that may be a factor in the playoffs for that team. So it's going to be fun to watch the Western Conference playoffs. The East, not so much. I think you have really four teams, in my opinion, that are kind of solid right now. Other than that, the bottom six teams, bottom seven teams, it's kind of wide open, but the top four, it's kind of top heavy in the East. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually really surprised by the Toronto Raptors as well. You thought that it was going to be a, a a selling team where they were going to blow it up, and that was not the case. Um, if anything, they they made their their team a little bit stronger by trading for Jacob. And um, I, I was really I was really hoping that there was going to be some moves, man. I really wanted that team to blow up just for my own personal self satisfaction, you know, especially with yeah. all the the smack that we heard from Raptors fans and and whatnot and. Um, I don't know, man. This this trade deadline was was weird. I'll be honest with you. It was, it was a little weird. And kind of transitioning to, you know, what, what we're really here to talk about is is the Orlando Magic. So um, we, we've heard rumors already for months, man, for months about Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. This was the debate. People were for Patrick Beverly trading for him. People were against it. People liked the idea that he's a dog and he he has his offensive presence and maybe he would be a good vet to be able to put around these young guys. And others were thinking the opposite, saying he's a cancer and, and this and that. And 
Um, we even we even came up with um, you know some trade predictions. Our our, our writers at you know Magic HQ, you know, shout out to to Jay, Luke, and and Kieran that put together some some trade packages. And one of the trades that they put down there was you know Terrence Terrence Ross and for Patrick Beverly in a second round pick. Almost, you know, it was just it was just the wrong Almost. the wrong guy. Um, so obviously you guys heard what the trade was for, but the Orlando Magic were involved in a four-team trade. Four teams. So originally we got the report that the Orlando Magic, you know how watch this man, he's trying to be the first one to send out information. It was really just the Orlando Magic have traded for Patrick Beverly, and that was it. And everyone's like, Whoa, what is going on? And mind you, this was what 15 minutes before we again ready to jump on to the, mm-hmm. the Twitter spaces. Um, so we didn't get a whole lot of information off the back, and then it slowly comes in. Patrick Beverly was traded for Mo Bamba. So Mo Bamba is finally off of the Orlando Magic roster. He gets sent to LA. Um, man, the LA better. I don't I don't know, man. What what is it with LA and 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 trying to take our centers, man? What like Good centers, bad centers, mediocre center. They 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 want every single center that that we have. It, it makes no sense, man. I don't get it. I mean, this time around, they're not taking at least you know a Dwight Howard, a Shaq from us. And no disrespect to Mobamba, he's not quite at that level yet. We all know it. Um, but yeah, when I, when we saw that tweet, I truly expected the following one to be Terrence Ross to the yep. Lakers for Beverly and a second round pick, which we had called on our episode uh, this past Monday but also on the website, on the, on the article that we wrote. But seeing Mo Bamba's name, let me ask you this first. What was your reaction when you saw that that is what he got, what we got in return? When you saw the entire afternoon, players are not really that great getting in return two second-round picks, three second-round picks, five second-round picks, and here's Mo Bamba getting one from the Lakers. What was your reaction to that? It, it was tough because, uh, man, it's like, so well god um post posted a tweet that that he he made a really good point it's like you know evan fournier was traded for for was it two second round picks yeah yeah he was traded for two second round picks and obviously evan fournier was a better player than mobamba when you trade for a player like mobamba you're really you know you're you're banking on the potential that that there's there's still something there right it's it's the environment they need a new space whatever the case may be um, I really didn't expect much from Mobamba. If we're if we're being really really honest, we got exactly what we thought we were getting with Mobamba. I know it wasn't wasn't a sexy trade. I, I know it wasn't you know anything that really moved the the needle. Um, but a part of me was was kind of it it was time, bro. It was it was really time. And and you know, kudos to to the Orlando Magic for really trying. Like they tried, bro. They they tried different coaches. Mm-hmm. They gave him how many contracts? Uh, it, I mean, this dude lost his starting lineup, his starting position to literally every single player that we, that we had out there to the point that he fell out of the rotation. A lot of people wanted to blame it on Steve Clifford. And we obviously know that it wasn't Steve Clifford's fault. There's something obviously there. There was a disconnect that Mo Bamba just couldn't be who maybe he thought he could be. And I, and I feel bad because... You know, Mo Bamba has he does he does so much good, man. He's 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 a he's a really really good shooter, and that's one of the things that really is going to separate him, you know, from from other players. And for a team that needed more from Mo Bamba, it just wasn't right fit for us. 
unfortunately, because we needed way more. We needed him to produce way more. And maybe maybe it'll be different in L.A. He doesn't need to do – he needs to do zero scoring, bro. Zero scoring. Like, there's no – and what I mean by zero scoring, I mean he doesn't he doesn't have to look for his own shot, like none of that. His job, stretch the floor, catch and shoot, don't put the ball down. I don't even think they're gonna expect him to to rebound like that. Um, I think him playing with LeBron is gonna be interesting. I, I will be watching. I would mm-hmm. like to see how that goes. For sure. I mean, I, I think that for me personally, my reaction was just like I said. You kept seeing these trades go down for multiple second round picks. For Terrence Ross, I would have been fine with just one second round pick, to be honest. But Mo Bamba, 24 year old, under contract for next season, if you want him to be, it's a, it's a team option. I expected more. And then we got the report that Beverly is going to be coming to Orlando, but actually not expected to report. So, meaning we're going to buy him out. So, really, you literally traded this guy for a second round pick, let's be honest, and cash considerations, which whatever that means. So I don't know. I expected a little bit more for Mo. Now, with that being said, to your point, his time is up. And I walked out of Amway on Tuesday against the Knicks saying to myself, enough. Uh, so I forgot who it was that was with me, asked me, um, you know, do you really want to give up on Bamba already? Like, are you ready for that? I'm like, yeah, it's time. I don't care what we get back for him. It's time to get him off the team. And we did that. So I guess the front office agreed to, uh, with that point. Um, but I just expected a little bit more. If it had been two second round picks, if it had been a future heavily protected first round pick, I would have been better with it. But the fact that we're not getting a player back, the fact that we're not getting really more than just a second round pick, which by the way, is Denver's 2024 second round pick, meaning it's probably going to be a low, low second round pick next year. Um, so I don't know. It was a very small package. I feel for, for Mobamba. Um, and then the surprise of it all is Terrence Ross and Archer Hampton remain on the team. So what are your thoughts on that? Survivor, bro. Terrence <laughs> Ross is a survivor. It's like if, if, if Terrence Ross was a character on the purge, like he would be, <laughs> he would make it out alive, man, with, with no scratches, no nothing. Um, I, I feel bad for him. I, I honestly feel like he's, it's time for him. Like he wants to go. We're not. We're not playing him like at all. And it's, I guess it's kind of weird and not necessarily weird. I, I guess it kind of caught me off guard because when, when he didn't play, what was that? I think it was the Knicks game. Was it that it was his birthday, right? Yep. Uh, was it the Knicks game? game? I can't remember. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Okay. So it was his birthday and man, afterwards they, they sang him happy birthday. He was smiling. Things were great. Like everything was kumbaya. But at the same time, man, he's he's a baller, man. And and he does a lot of good. And he's still not getting, you know, any any PT. So I I I think that if I'm if I'm Terrence Ross, and I can be completely wrong, but if I'm Terrence Ross and I see that trade of Mo Bamba to LA, I'm like, man, that's supposed to be me. Like I'm the, I'm the one yep. that's supposed to be getting traded at LA, not not Mo Bamba. Like, congrats to Mo. He made it out. How does Mo Bamba get traded before Terrence Ross? And Terrence Ross, time after time, what is this? Like the the third NBA trade third. deadline that we're expected for him to move and and he makes it out alive? Crazy. Like, dude, it's 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 time it's time. So word on the streets is that there there might be a buyout. Um, but it, it, it definitely sure as hell wasn't today. So 
Like I, I don't so, I don't know what's what what's so with being. That be, mm-hmm. With that being said, I'll tell you this. So, I t- so he's with the team in the, the shoot around uh, warm ups. He sat on the bench maybe a minute and then he left the bench. And I'm like, hey, what, what's Terrence Ross? I couldn't find him anywhere. Goes to find out he's on the on the bikes, which is right by the locker room entrance. You can barely see him from my seats, but close up, he was there. The entire game after that, he never went back to the bench. He would only join the team for timeouts, and then he would go right back to the to the bike the entire time. We're wa- so we're wasting his time. Wasting all that, his time. All that to say, I don't know if it meant anything. I don't know if he was just staying fresh, doing some cardio while the game was going on. But he did not sit on the Magic's bench tonight. He wasn't part of, you know, whatever talking was going on between the players, the coaches during the game actually going on. So I don't know if that means anything, but I found that interesting. It's the first time I see that happen. Um, the big rumor is he might be gone this weekend. That's when they expect to wave him or cut him. If not that, after next week's games, which will be against the Bulls and the Raptors, and then the All-Star break kicks in. Um, that's the big rumor. But man, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it in Orlando the rest of the season, just because my thinking is he wants to be here with his family and the front office is saying, you know what, man, we'll do right by you. Stick it out. It's 26 games left. But do you really, do you really believe that with, with the body language that you see? Like the dude is on a bike. Why? Okay. Why do players go on the bicycle? Usually it's before they check in. But why? Do some cardio, get ready. To warm to warm up, get their legs yeah. ready. That way, they're not, you know, jumping into the game cold. Why is my man on the bike if he knows he's <laughs> not going to play? <laughs> Why? What is the point on being on the bike? And and this this is where where I'm going with that. The bike is the only place or the only reasonable reason to to take yourself away from the team professionally, 100%. where it's acceptable. Yep. It's either bicycle or locker room. Locker room isn't a choice. The bicycle is away from the team. And if if you know how many DMPs have we already gone through, if you know for a fact that you're not going into the game, why are we on the bicycle? Why? So I, so, I found that really odd. I found that really odd. I actually texted Kieran at some point in the game. Like, hey, man, like it's T-Ross somewhere. I'm just not, am I not seeing him? He actually tweeted like, oh, Terrence Ross not sitting with a bench. But then I told him, oh, I see him now. He deleted the tweet. So I don't know. I'm torn between him staying with the Magic. Like I said, the, the Magic doing him a solid and just keeping him in Orlando with his family. His wife was at the game today. His wife actually went to the bike and talked to him for a few minutes and shared a laugh. So like the wife is involved for the team. She's Dude, not the you game. Guys, you got binoculars? Like how, how oh, are you no, focusing I'm, on the game and Terrence Ross on the bike at the same time? I, I'm, I'm right impressed. I'm right by the Magic's bench. So, like, oh, I, okay. I keep an eye on what's going on. Um, but, yeah, man, it was just an awkward kind of situation. Uh, so, I'm 50-50. He might be gone by Tuesday, the latest. I could also see him ride it out and, and just kind of stay with the team 26 more games, two more months, and then he's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. Um, and, by the way, Mo Bamba being traded to the Lakers for so little, I really, really feel it was a favor to him. I think, like, the Magic have been doing. They told him, hey, man, we got this offers on the table. What do you prefer? And I really, really believe it came down to Mo Bamba saying, I'd rather play with LeBron and the Lakers. They sent him there. Um, no way. I, I really believe, man, that there's no way that was the best offer on the table for the Magic for Mo Bamba. Um, but let's see what happens with Ross. What is your prediction? Does he get bought out next week? Does he make it through the end of the season? What's going on, Magic fans? 
It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. All you have to do is download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I don't, I don't, I, I personally think it would be extremely dirty of us. Dirty, dirty, dirty to keep him on the roster and not, and not play him at all. Because this isn't, we're not talking about like a scrub. We're not, we're not talking exactly. about like the 14th, 15th player on, you know, another team, because I, I like the 14th, 15th player on our team, other yep. teams, right? <laughs> um, Ter- Terrence Ross provides a lot of value in the shooting department on a team that struggles with shooting. Like he mm-hmm. can really help us out. The The part that's, that's, I think confirms is the fact that he also didn't play tonight. Yeah. Like if, if, if the idea was, okay, we're not going to trade you um, to, uh, excuse me, we're not going to play you because we're going to try to look for, for a trade. And then that doesn't happen. And then you decide, all right, well, we, we really couldn't find what we were looking for. So we're just going to play you until the end of the season, because now the risk is gone. Mm-hmm. Like my man's a free agent at the end of the season. He can go wherever he wants we lost all leverage. Right. So then just play him until the end of the season. So the fact that it's another DNP, um, unless it's a character issue, unless there's yeah. there's something else that, that we don't see, which I, I don't believe so. Like, I've never mm-hmm. gotten that vibe from, from Terrence Ross. Um, buying out has to be the, the only option. And I'll be honest with you, I, and I told you, I think it's going to be either for Charlotte or L.A. It's it's either Charlotte or, Charlotte or the Lakers. Or I can see now Phoenix getting involved because I know they need some depth after that trade. Could, I could also going. be Phoenix. Absolutely, yeah. because their bench is absolutely trash. They have no depth. Yep. So so I can definitely see that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. So overall, let's just wrap it up. So when you talk about the trade for Mobamba, Terrence Strauss still being here at least as of 10.40 p.m. Thursday night. What do you rate this trade deadline? Like, What, do you, what grade do you give the Magic for what they did? Um, man, a grade. You're gonna make me grade it. Come on, gotta do it. A grade. Um, can I give you a feeling? Can I give you a feeling? I'm gonna give you yeah. a feeling. You're you're telling me a grade. I'm gonna get. I'm indifferent. Like I'm I'm super indifferent with the trade. I mean, uh, when I first heard the trade, and I saw Patrick Beverly. I instantly, in my mind, convinced myself this was an amazing move and it's gonna work out. And then moments later. Kobe Price says, well, pump the brakes. <laughs> We're not expected to play him. I'm like, crap. So so that's it? Just second round pick. Is it? Second round pick? Okay. So I will tell you my reaction and my final thoughts as I'm wrapping up the day here is 
what I expected, right? So we expected not much action, number one. Number two, we expected Mo or Ross to be traded for a second-round pick. That's what we did. And to your point, I, I would have liked to see me Patrick Beverly stick to the t- with the team, maybe even if it's a couple of weeks. Just give it a shot and see how he reacts, how he leads in the locker room, because I think he could have been a good influence on guys like Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, guys that play hard, have, have that dog mentality. Who better to learn from? And not only that, but he's a big, big guy into like making the playoffs. Every team that I play for needs to make the playoffs. And guess what? We are in the playoff push right now. So I think it would have been nice to see that him in Orlando, maybe not even playing, playing the T-Ross role. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, uh, we're hearing rumors that he's going to Minnesota again, something here, something there. Who who knows? Ultimately, my reaction is it's what I what we expected. The Magic are not there yet. They're not at the place where they're going to make a big trade. But I do think starting June and forward, so the draft, free agency coming up, that's when the Magic will start to move forward and say, all right, we got our guys now. Who are we building around? What do we need to do? This trade deadline is a little bit too early. They're still kind of evaluating now that we're finally healthy, what we got and what we're going to go from here. Yeah. So, I mean, I w- do, do I wish, do I wish that we would have done more? Absolutely. Um, I think the consensus across the fan base, uh, would they have wished that something more happened? Absolutely. Uh, but truth be told, bro, we, we really, we really, really, really didn't need a trade, bro. We did not. Uh, the The focus right now needs to be on two things. That's, an M- that's the NBA draft um, and free agency. And then, and then after the draft, after you decide what it is that you want to do, because keep in mind, adding two rookies to an already young team may not be the best idea. Like nope. it, it might, it might just not. So. It makes sense to not do anything, wait until the draft, see where the ping pongs fall, and then decide what you want to do with those draft picks. If it is that you want to draft two more rookies and that's what you decide with, okay, cool. That's that's just what it is. But if you decide that you want to package one of those draft picks with another player to move up or to move back or to do whatever you want, just gives the magic a little more flexibility. So I'm I'm okay. I'm am I disappointed? Yeah, man, because I'm seeing all these other teams and and they're getting moves and people are all excited. And uh, you know, we we didn't do anything. Anything to to really be excited about. So I will it, say to it Magic is, fans, it is what it is. I will say the time will come. The time will come where we will be the Clippers, we will be the Suns making those moves to make us stronger heading into the playoffs. Unfortunately, we're not there yet. And also keep in mind, like I said a few minutes ago, we just got healthy. We just finally started seeing, you know, what J.I. looks like, what Markel looks like, what Jalen Sucks looks like, what Ball Ball looks like with a healthy team. So I completely understand the point of let's evaluate. Let's really see what we got. And keep in mind, man, the season is almost over, believe it or not. 26 more games is going to fly by. Whether or not we make the play-in tournament, we'll see what happens. But ultimately, we can finally evaluate this team and see who really fits, who really doesn't. Um, and that's going to be the the outcome. That's going to lead to who do we trade, who do we keep. But I feel like if they would have made a move today and maybe package a Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs, I feel like it's too early for that. We we are still about an off season away from that happening. Yeah, I, I agree. So glad that this this trade deadline is finally behind us because this allowed for us to, to mentally know. All right, this this is the team that we got, and now it's is moving forward. I think we've already. 
we've already passed the stage of of the idea of tanking, right? The Magic, you know, with this win yeah. against Denver, have now exceeded the wins of last season, right? So now we're we're already in in the positive. Every single win is 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 in addition to to of adding Paolo and and the the growth and development of our players and and even development of of Coach Mose. Coach Mose isn't perfect, but he's he's doing a great job of what he has. We're winning basketball games, um, and then kind of transitioning into this Denver Nuggets game. Man, what a fun game to watch! You're talking about the number one team. In the NBA, where we're a- we're able to knock them on their ass, one fifteen to one hundred four, um, and this is coming from you know Nikola Jokic. That man, he he has granted right multiple MVPs, best player on the best team. He can say whatever he wants, but the comment that he made the last time that we played against him really rubbed me the wrong way because I felt as if he was calling us trash. I, I didn't like the way that came across. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember what he said, then let me read the quote. I don't know why I lost it. Give me a second. It's right here. Don't be impatient. It's right here. Relax. <laughs> All right. He said, I think the good teams win even when they play bad. And bad teams always find a way to lose games even when they're up. So the fact that the Magic found a way to to close this game out, to really get this win against the Denver Nuggets, one shows the growth of the Orlando Magic. It highlights the health. Um, it, the fact that you know Bobo is coming out and just playing nasty revenge game against the Denver Nuggets, it's it's amazing. And this is with Aaron Gordon going absolutely off on us. Like this man was was biting everybody on the magic. Um, but to be able to to run out with the win um is awesome because we're not we're not we're not just beating like the the teams that we're supposed to beat, surprising a lot of people with our play, man. We're we're beating a lot of really, really good basketball teams. Boston Celtics, Denver Nuggets, Golden State Warriors, you know, Philadelphia 76ers. You know, we're not this team, even though we're young, we're not afraid of anybody. And I think that that confidence is going to weigh a lot um, because on, on a game where Paulo had another subpar game and it's not, he's, he's hitting his, his semi rookie wall and uh, we're still finding a way to win. Cole Anthony. I want everybody to apologize to Cole Anthony. Those of you that were hard on Cole Anthony, because Cole Anthony is hearing all these Fred Van Vliet, uh, rumors and 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 talks and whatever and Cole Anthony, you know, he went through his his shooting spell where it just wasn't hitting for him, and and he's standing up and he's saying, "Fred VanVleet, who? Like this is this is me." And he's he's showing a big time coming off the bench. So um, this game was fun, man. What what did you think? I mean, what what a crazy game, right? You start the game, Nuggets leading twelve nothing. You're feeling like, all right, this offense is going nowhere. It's going to be a long game against one of the best teams in the NBA. In some way, somehow, the Magic actually pulled off a, a crazy comeback in that first quarter. They ended up leading that first quarter 29-26, and they end up winning the game 115-104. Big, big shout-out to the bench, man. The bench really, really did a great job today, led by Cole Anthony, 17 points. Ball, ball, 17 points. Mo Wagner, seems like he's doing it every night now. 12 points off the bench. The bench, for the most part, plus 19 for Houston. Cole Anthony, plus 18 for Mo Wagner. Ridiculous. The, the, how well they played. Um, 
again, the depth played off for the Magic. The depth really made a big difference against a good team tonight. Um, Markel didn't really have it going on today. Paolo didn't have it going on today. Franz didn't have it going on today. But yet, the bench stepped up and led the way for us. Also, uh, Wendell Carter did a great job defending Jokic and also scored 19 points for us. So a really, really good win. Truly makes up for a, what was to me one of the worst losses of the year, losing to the Knicks at home since we led most of that game. And then we found a way to lose it at the end. But this one makes up for it. Because in my eyes, we could have potentially beaten the Knicks and lost for sure. I also had us losing tonight. So uh, we're back on track. One-on-one. The Heat play Friday night. Then they come to Orlando on the second night of a back-to-back on Saturday. So if you're the Magic, you got to be ready for that game. You're playing at home. Big game. Big game. Big win. You need that one. You need that one. But tonight, we got to celebrate because they did a hell of a job beating one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, what what is over Markel Foles trying to slam everything? I'm loving it. it this dude is like I, I don't I he is he is literally trying to dunk on everybody. Like today, so one of the things that I really enjoyed watching in today's game is the rebounding from Markel and, and Jalen Suggs. Like mm-hmm. right now, I, I don't want like I really like Gary Harris in the starting lineup, but today was really fun watching Markel and Jalen Suggs start together because defensively they were creating havoc talking about only three turnovers in the first half compared to what was it 12 13 turnovers to, like that, yeah. to the nuggets around around that um they were creating havoc bro and and there, there was a moment where you know <laughs> uh uh markel Foles tried to try to go in grab this crazy rebound almost put a put back grab the rebound and and he missed and then Jalen Suggs came in did the same thing like the rebounding you know is is my is my my sore eye with this team, right? And I, I was really impressed by by what the Magic were able to do. So, really, really fun for this team. And I, and I think that everyone from the Magic they can all kind of, you know, decompress after the NBA trade deadline, knowing that there was really no major moves. Um, everyone said their goodbyes to Mo Bamba, and you you can tell that Mo Bamba is a player that everyone really really liked being around, and and he'll be missed, man. For all the for all the bad that we've said about Mobamba, you know, and the the real bad is is you know the expectations that people put on him, and that's that's an unfortunate thing. But you know, it's his five years with the Orlando Magic. He will always be uh, a magician in his own right, and we'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll see how he does in LA. Yeah, man, it's gonna be exciting. I think we got what is it? Five. Uh, I'm sorry, we have four games left. Three games left before the trade. The, the all-star break three games back from the 10th seed so a really really big push here is needed against the heat the bulls and the raptors we gotta some way somehow win maybe hopefully two of those to stay in this race but man the magic are right there we're gonna come back from the all-star break refresh hopefully with a much better paulo and france and we're gonna be right there man i don't know if we make it but the fact that we're playing meaningful games the final 25 games just be just be in the hunt huge that's it huge that's it. Just being the hunt. The hunt hurts nobody. It, it only allows this team to develop. Who knows what ends up happening with with Brooklyn? Hopefully, they fall all the way down, and that that will help out with you know what what we're trying to accomplish. And we'll see what happens, man. A, a lot of basketball to be played. We only got what three games left until the All Star break. Around there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. NBA trade deadline. Fun, stressful. I'm sure is 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 stressful for the players. 
Uh, maybe not so much for Mobamba because my my man, <laughs> after he got the the word that he got traded, he's already taking selfies with a U-Haul. Like he was, he was happy. Was man. He was go. happy. Yeah, yeah. It was time. It was time. All right, man. Great episode. Magic win against the 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 big dog Denver Nuggets. And uh, man, on, on to the next one. It's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Check out our recorded spaces for the trade specials. Really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Check it out. It's a wrap. Catch you guys next week. For all the latest magic news and updates, visit OrlandoMagicHQ.com and follow us on Instagram at OrlandoMagicHQ and on Twitter at OMagicHQ. Also, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe and leave a five-star review on your favorite listening platform.